Well, welcome to our first edition of uh, Between the Depths. Yeah, Between the Depths. Uh, I know there was a better one you came up with. No, I'm pretty sure that was the one I that came up it? with. Between I think that was it, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's our between the scenes kind of thing. We're also trying out our new microphones for the first time. So, we get to look at each other's pretty faces instead of sitting next to each other. But and Crowding around the same fucking mic. Yeah. Even before, we didn't really have a microphone. <laughs> we just had a shitty omnidirectional microphone. And then it was my microphone. And then now it's both of our microphones separately. Hey. <laughs> Hopefully you like our luxurious voices, nice and crispy. Yeah, I'm, I I feel like I could sit in your voice like a lazy boy. Well, I hope our listeners feel the same way. But yeah, so this is the extra content, and uh, we just fuck around in this. This is not supposed to be any outlined crazy stories that we come up with. This is just us day to day, life to life. And uh, yeah, I, I I specifically requested this because. Uh, my my emotional mental state has been semi compromised, um, yeah, for reasons. Uh, but I thought maybe a way to deal with that would be to um, maybe talk about demons, uh, karmic relations of energy in the world. Yeah, a bunch of things. Yeah, um, we we could we could talk about metaphorical demons, um, demons as a whole. Um, literal demons, if you want. Um, it all sort of plays in. Uh, just, I feel like this is going to be the catharsis that will allow me to speak. So, we are here from you. We are here for you. And we just want to say, like, how, what do we start with? What do you want to talk about, man? Um, Anyone, right? You want to go real demons? Uh, well, let's just start. Um... So, if you don't know, which a lot of you might know, is that the word demon uh, came from the original root daemon, which ultimately meant a guiding spirit. And that, for me, in its own right, is ironic, as well as uh, more truthful than uh, most people would like to admit. Do you have any thoughts on that? No, I agree with you, and that's why it's funny to me that people see angels as this pristine being, yet they can't see and understand what demons, because they hear the word demon or the devil, and their first thought process is bad, bad. But it can be good, it can be bad, but it's a a guiding spirit. Yeah, and um, the truth is... In in demon lore or um, you know demon mythology uh, history, there are more demons that enjoy human company and actually want to like get to know people and um, do things that are fun, if not quirky, if not actually helping. Much, much more in that regard than any that were malevolent beings, which is kind of the fun part. Yeah, I don't know if you remember. I mean, I'm pretty sure you do. But the book, the the book that you uh, have in your room. Oh, trust me, I remember. Yeah, um, uh, we just want to give a quick plug to that because it's a beautiful fucking book. Uh, yeah, is the um, 
oh shit what is it called it's <laughs> um the it's it's basically a dictionary of demons um i can't remember the exact name of the book but it is a beautiful book i'll i I could bust it out and we could take a picture of it or whatever yeah we can send that um, on our facebook page but yeah it's it's pretty awesome um because not only does it give like ancient drawings versus new depictions of each one of these beings it also gives their sigil it describes you know the the history behind you know their story and then like what they are actually called to do and and um you know uh some people don't really understand this and what what it really is is you you call demons you um manifest them on purpose um with with metaphorical demons not so much because uh it is more like a a sickness or a plague um that is spread from person to person or um exacerbated from person to person uh an actual demon as far as a historical or or mythological sense is called on purpose and serve a purpose um Sorry, I'm just looking them up right now because we don't have. The, we should have brought the the book. Down. I yeah, I know, I know. But um, uh, uh, Belphegor is one of my. Belphegor is is, <laughs> is excellent. Um, there's, um, Belzebub is actually an interesting one because. Belzebub, uh, yeah. He's, he's part of the triumvirate of hell. Uh, he's uh, a vying for position as you know. Um, as the successor to uh, Satan himself. Uh, he's one of the seven princes of hell? Uh, yeah, he's, yes, but he's, he's in the... He's a predecessor, the, yeah. The tri- triumvirate. There's him, Satan, and... Um, and, oh God, uh, as Azazel. As, Azazel. Azrael? No, Azazel. Azazel. Azrael's a different one, yeah. Azrael is actually an angel. Think of a different one then, okay. Yeah, Azazel is is the third. Um, and anyway, these beings are are actually very interested in in human life. They are interested in the the comings and goings. They are interested in the freedom that we have. They are also interested in how limited we are, which makes them really interesting to me. Yet, um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's sort of enough about um, mythology on these these beings because I feel like uh, a lot of people maybe have no stake in that. Uh, I mean, for example, I could I was gonna look him up, but yeah, Balthazar. Do you remember? Uh, Balthazar is he's he's a prince. He was um, a prince of hell. Okay, yeah, Belphegor and Balthazar are my two favorites. Belphegor, Balthazar, Astaroth. Yeah. Um, who's also a, um, a Soul Calibur character, but <laughs> he's I a demon. Say, he's a badass character in that game, too. But um, I love Belphegor and ba- uh, Balthazar. I remember Belphegor's tricks were about laziness. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why I always feel like he hits me a lot because I'm a fucking lazy bastard. <laughs> and Balthazar is definitely uh, rich. Uh, he's he's um, like like riches oriented. He can either steal riches from your enemies or give you riches or or um, luxuriance. Um, it's like gluttony and greed. Yeah, the gluttony isn't food. It's it's to have all the riches. To have it is to yes. have the true meaning of gluttony because people always think it's food which I get that but um, it's not just greed because greed's in all other fashions of other ways too some people are glutton for punishment Mm mhm yes (laughs) but there's so much lore and uh, yeah we'll definitely put a a picture on the Facebook page because it is fascinating as fuck on how many different demons there are but also your book also changes the names for some of them because of the actual depiction or the original Right. And people don't know that they're, that that's what their name actually was, or yeah, they they have like a a old classic version and then a new version or like a better known um, version of the demon, but but because they've um, sort of developed through history or been um, like. Uh, adopted through different cultures. Yeah. And that's the that's the funny bit. It's like the same character went from like, you know, East in India to to South America and it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. And that's what's so scary about the depiction of demons is like your book actually does give a rendition of certain different ones, but you can look them up and you can even find that all throughout the world they all have the same depiction almost if you compared it to your book and some of them are creepy as hell the old depictions yeah you're like, it's really interesting the there's a lot of like lion head bird head like bird body animal bits pieces of these things and some of them just look like um princes that um just like are just like fuck you and um and it goes with what they're supposed to be a guiding spirit of, like what they do, kind of like goes with their image, and which is probably why like Satan or Lucifer, however you want to call him, he's always known as a fallen angel, but he's beautiful, he's gorgeous, and that's why he's probably so tempting. Yes. And he's created other princes and all that that are also so tempting. I mean, and there's something tempting about each and every one. Oh yeah. Whether you're seeking revenge or or help. Guidance, knowledge, uh, uh, wrath, uh, uh, greed, indulgence, love. Yeah. All of these, all of these, you can reach with a demon. And that's and why magic is even real, is because of these beliefs, in my opinion. Because I'm not a big believer in the, the God aspect. Yes, something we, we, we were created. I think it was a mishap. It was a thing that through science, but we also create this like uh, we also create this thing in our mind that oh, there's this god who's looking out for us. But most of the time, I just feel like there's just magic in this world that people don't see, and you can use and harness it. And we just call them demons or angels. It's it's up to you and what you believe in. But I mean, we fantasize also because we always want it to be. We always want to be right. We we also uh, have a a a fetish for the unknown, a yes. fetish for 
something that can be manifested as something that is powerful beyond what we see every day. And, you know, some people want to deny it. Some people want to call it something else. Some people, you know, are ashamed even to feel this way. But I think everyone wants a little magic or a little a little um mysticism to be real i agree with you 100 percent. and now thinking about what you said a glutton for punishment i feel a lot of these like evangelical christians have a glutton for punishment it's because they want this so bad but they like they cause so much harm more than they do good and if they believe this till then whatever that's their right even though i feel like they've done a lot of bad in this world but it seems like, like you said, it's a glutton for punishment. Yeah. And some people grow out of it and they're like, no, this is fucked up. You know what I want? I want to be lazy or I want greed or, you know, they go a different route. But some of the people you see that are like preachers, they're like ready to like back in the day, they would ready to whip and do all these things. And it's like, yeah, they wanted to punish someone or do something. You know, it's funny because those people um, have their own demons, and I'm I'm gonna, yeah. you know, I don't know, maybe mix the metaphorical and the demonology about it, but um, people who who uh, deprave or deprive themselves of things inhabit a certain depravity, and. You know whether it's on the outside or the inside. There's there's that monkey on your back, the, that gremlin in your pocket, the demon resting in your head. And resting might be the wrong word because they're constantly doing something in the background. And the more you try to fight it, the more it's going to happen. I would say planted, because mm. then the roots take hold. Harder to get rid of. So yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, there's so many demonic possessions that people like, like when it comes to exorcism and all that kind of stuff, it always blows my mind to read about it and figure out the stories. I've always found them really interesting myself. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's interesting to me because um, so much of it can seem definitely otherworldly. Uh, but the thing that I've always sort of had going in the back of my head so that I've kind of cringed at slash laughed about is that the people that are most subjective are subjected to these these possessions are the people that believe the most in these things yes. and it's like you're basically opening yourself wide up to to this because your mind is allowing it in it is not only that but afraid of it and the, like the fear and the openness sort of meld to create and um i in in my mind a lot of a lot of what we've experienced especially with um exorcisms and and um, demonic possessions is based in the mind it is is like a parasite of the mind and it's not a, a literal parasite or a, a virus, but a, a thought that has um, spiraled out of control cancerously. Yeah, and that's almost where I was going to go with it, too. The thing I would only add on to that is that I also think it's also a projection. Mm. 
because the exorcism is these people who also fully believe that right. you are possessed and now they're projecting it almost like an energy current being electrified twofold and now you fully believe and then it's going to be and then people say like oh they had three times the the strength of a human being or the strength of man as they always like to say it there's there's definitely something to that it's an energy thing i feel like it's an energy current and so like you're saying they believe it so wholeheartedly but then these people come by and they project they're also strong current on you of energy and now it's amplified beyond something we even know of so we get scared and we classify it the only way we know is to know how that's a really good point um I'm just speculating. Just so yeah. if if you want to um, sort of take a step aside and and look at something else that that can can sort of relate is if you have a group of people in a church or at a concert or or whatever all feeling the same thing at the same time you can you can almost taste the energy in the air you can you feel that resonation that that resonance uh that um that that tickle on the back of your neck and the 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 energy that that sparks now that's that's more of a general sense but if if you feel that something is going on that you can't explain but you you uh believe it to be some dark malevolent being and you you put all all your your energy into that then like it takes over you you take over yourself with this energy and then when somebody else comes and boasts onto that like somebody who who says well yep yeah, this is this is a demonic spirit, or like even gives you any attention in the matter. It's almost like when you're you're talking and talking and talking and talking, and then realize that you have no idea what you're saying anymore, but you're already so deep that you yeah. just you just gotta ride it out. Mm -hmm. it's somewhat of the same thing, especially if there's somebody who's who's rolling with you and and you can't be wrong anymore and no matter how cancerous it is you have it still going because someone else is pushing that even if they think that like oh, i'm not doing any harm they, they think they're helping you yeah but no it, it is that matter of fact of they they are paying such enormous attention and giving so much energy to this idea that what i i mean you know if it, if it was false you would look like a fool but if it's not false necessarily but like you already had this this implanted in your head and now somebody's supporting it it's only gonna get worse oh, yeah. especially if before it gets better if it does yeah and like you said the great point is it depends on any situation people do not realize as we were saying with demons that there's these things that really are no matter what they're but it depends because we also create these ideas mm -hmm. and we manifest these ideas, but they're in our head. Yes, and we can use other people as an amplifier, and then boom. We've we've manifested all of the darkness and the light. Um, maybe not all of it. 
Uh, but I will say we've given them names, we've given them attributes, we've we've fantasized about them, and and then we've we've told ourselves and each other what they want, what they need, what they're going to do, and one way or another that's going to spread. And some things, when told enough times, become the truth. Yeah. And then that's like what we were talking about in our episode into the legend. It got passed on, and that's the thing. It's like, same thing with Bloody Mary, the Candyman, all these things get so stuck in your head. Oh, God. But the most powerful thing is, is do you believe it? The Bible. The Bible. Any religion, no no matter what. I mean, it doesn't matter if you hear a creepypasta, and you're oh, sitting yeah. there at night. Um, uh, Slenderman. It's fucking Slenderman. The, the kids in Milwaukee fucking... It was Wisconsin, yeah, Milwaukee, yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, it was Milwaukee. Uh, yeah. They, they, like tried to kill some little girl they were little girls too but they said you know it was because slender men told them to and you know at that point a a legend did become real even if it didn't necessarily like the slender man isn't a corporeal being the idea manifested something exactly and that's exactly what we're talking about yeah and that's why i think it's so amazing that people don't realize that because you can manifest anything it's just the moment everyone feels where they watch a horror movie and they will laugh at it. Because I know I'll still do this. And mm-hmm. I'm a horror fanatic and so are you. Yes. Where you'll just be sitting there and then you turn off the TV, you go lay in bed, and then you hear a loud thud. Yeah, like, or, or, or a door a creak. Second, or for a split second, you're almost like, wait, wait no. Okay, yeah. you gotta talk yourself yeah. out of it. Even, even you know, like a B movie can can make you question your reality. Yeah, and people don't realize the power of their own minds. Yeah, manifestation, um, uh, suggestion, and and belief. Yeah, and the belief is the creation. And okay, and see, this is where we were kind of talking about this outside, not too much, but. Karma. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fallacy, personally. Yeah, uh, like we, you we said. Did. Yeah, it's just because it, it's something that people can say without any backing of it, because they want to believe that they get all this goodness towards them if they be good, no matter how big or small. But mostly, it's small reasons, and that's what bothers me. Yeah. See, it, it does. It doesn't happen in a in an equal effect, and. Um, and one of my points about that was it's so subjective because how do you know karma's gonna go right for you if you and the other person that that may be concerned or you know involved that you have wildly different moral backgrounds and and like do you want to get in a fight about you know whose morals are correct because ultimately who's to say yeah, and, and that's the thing. There's no backing of like, oh, well, God says that. This and that happens. It's always the universe with karma. And yet we're nihilists. So it's like the universe doesn't care about you. Yeah. So why are you so yeah, special? It, because it, someone cut you in line and you handed somebody like that, know, a coupon for no reason? or At that point, it's, yeah. it's like an energetic boomerang. Yeah. But it, it doesn't make any sense because um, if, you, if you do a nice thing – a quote-unquote nice thing for somebody for like the absolute wrong reasons you give somebody 500 million dollars because you fucking stole it from somebody and you don't want to be caught with it you might have made their fucking day and they might have you know 
you know, it, it may it may have never been brought on them, but like the the moral ambiguity there is so so strong. It's yeah, it's vast. And see, that's why, like against karma, I would put it against chaos magic, because chaos magic, you never really know if it's gonna go your way or if it does. You don't really know for sure. But yeah, you know what you do. There's a lot of wiggle room in chaos magic. That's the chaos, right? And that's the chaos. But the thing is, though, is that you have to charge a sigil. And put a lot of work into making it happen, and then learning to meditate and forget that it happened, and then hope for the best. And it's it's more of a that's more of a karma related thing in my opinion that makes sense to me. Yeah. Because karma, there's no there's no um, reaction that you can really justify except for your own selfish greed. If you see someone, you're like, well, that's karma for you. Yeah. That, it's and, like yeah. And that. And that what you just mentioned is is total mental masturbation. Exactly. And and we've we've been on this this topic a lot, um, you know, off off the microphones, but um, what I wanted to say was, yeah, karma seems like mental masturbation, but um, satanic magic is much like chaos magic. It's um, there there are definitely directives to the different spells that you can do. Um, and they have different reasons, and you put a lot of energy into them, and a lot of a lot of show, a lot of heart to um, manifest what you want. Thing is, like you can't guarantee in how long or short of time it will manifest, and um, the in the texts of of the Satanic Bible, it's it states like, you know, uh, you really. You can't expect any one thing or another, you, and if things don't go particularly your way, but they work, you can't question it. Really, you can't feel remorse about it working because it'll come back to you in in a yeah. horrible way. And like that goes to say, like if you do something uh, to if you cast a spell to help a friend, like if I wanted to cast a spell to like help you you know, get a new job or, yeah. or to get money or whatever. And then all of a sudden it works and you actually become like wildly successful. And like, yeah, that's what I asked for, but may, maybe not to the degree that I asked for it. If I were to be like, you know, feeling, if I had feelings of, um, of jealousy or like feelings of like doubt fuck man like you know like why could i do that for him not for me or you know if you question it that's where the magic kind of spins out of control you just it, it is what it is and yeah. sometimes you can't always tell how how it is and that's the thing that's mainly brought up in chaos magic and um you uh phil hines is a great book chaos magic for beginners check it out um, I still want to read that, by the way. Yes, you're more than welcome to. But the thing is, I've casted more than a dozen sigils. But I'm always very careful about every single one I cast because... You have to be. I have to be, and that's the thing, is I've casted that I know of one that didn't work. And it actually did work, but the problem was is that I caused it to change its reaction course. So therefore, it now casted itself back at me. Yeah, and, and it yeah, was for that's the negative. a big issue. And exactly like you're saying, though, it made them. I'm not going to say it because it, that's how you ruin a spell. But that's the thing is, it caused something negative for me. 
But I had to embrace that and change it for myself because that's what a... I wouldn't call myself a magician or anything like that. But the magic worked in some way, exactly. and that's what you have to accept. Exactly. And you know what I did is I took what the negative reaction was, and I worked beyond that because that's what a magician or like a warlock or whatever you would do in the idea of, say we did live in medieval times, you really have to practice magic like you were that crazy dude. And that's what's insane. Like, if you look at um, Aleister Crowley, like, he did this shit that people are like, what the fuck? But he did it because he knew he had to be a crazy warlock. And what we would see as a video game or whatever, no, that's really what you have to do. You have to accept it. You have to practice it. You have to own it. You have to own it. And it's not that you can't just flip it back. Not towards your person that you want it, but towards the universe. And be like, send that elsewhere. Yeah, and uh, you would probably take a total different uh, course of action to do Ex- so. Exactly, and you be- have to understand yeah. that. You, yeah. you just can't keep bouncing back and forth between casting it, undoing it, casting it, undoing it. No. You're, you're not moving forward. You would have to, necessarily like you said, it was a boomerang effect. So basically I cast it on somebody that I wanted to help. They got the job, but the negative came back to me. I wouldn't throw it back to them. I would have to recourse or change yeah. the course of action towards something because else, but not the, directly towards someone. The energy is still moving, so you exactly. you got to direct it. And this is a big thing about karma that bothers me, is that karma has none of that bullshit. It is random. It's nonsense. It's all self-fucking yeah. masturbation. It, and like, like, it, it's... It, just the idea of it. I mean, and and this is more of a westernized karma idea. This isn't full India. Like, right. Yeah. Uh, saying, yeah. Like, the westernized version is, I do something good, something good will come back to me. If I do something bad, something bad will come back to me. It never works that way. Um, and the funny thing is, is that um, East Indian ideals on karma base around you don't want it you don't want it at all you don't want any karma because it it's just this like constantly moving thing that will fuck your day or like just um it takes the balance out of everything yeah and so if you have no karma you can go through your day and not expect something wildly good or wildly bad to happen to you and you can just go about your fucking business and that's what it should be but yet westernized version westernized version of it is hilarious to me because someone will cut in line for example like i said earlier and it's like that person will get their karma but now you brought yourself into karma yeah because now you're 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 being a malicious mm -hmm. douchebag Exactly. Your mindset is now believing that you're now involved in that karma. So therefore, if they do something good, you get something bad. If you do something bad, they get something good. Now, it's, it's a what, back and forth, what is maybe. the depth of it, though? That's my question. What is the depth? Like, how far does it go? Because if you think negative thoughts and you you um, attract, like, well, this is the question: is like, yeah. if you want something bad to happen to somebody else, does the karma play? Or is it only if you do? Or does it work? Like I was saying before, is if you do something good for selfish reasons or something bad for like wholehearted reasons? Like you, like you did something. Like you, you had to break an animal's neck to stop it from suffering, but you killed it, so it wouldn't suffer anymore. Now, where does that fall on the spectrum? That's the point, though. That's why you may believe karma is there's nothing. So, for example... It's just so two-dimensional. Exactly. If I were to break an animal's neck to kill it, to to prevent it from actually suffering, 
I would actually see myself as doing good karma. But see, that's I'm a different person though. Is I would probably like, and I I'm not doing it because I'm Christian or whatever. Blah blah. I'm not doing that. I'm not Christian. But no, I'm saying, like you you feel a Christian would feel if they buried it and did something good for a reason. I'm not putting negative energy in my mind. It's like I'm doing this for good. If I believe that though, that's what I believe. Now if I did it because I'm a psychopath. That's negative energy that's going to come back to me. No, no. Even another question, because I think these things, Mm -hmm. is what if you believe in your heart of hearts that um, killing your neighbor is going to save the world because you are mentally unstable? How does the karma react? But see, that's the thing. Is Is there karma in that? Because... If I'm mentally unstable, do I see it as karma, or do I see it but, as I'm doing the gods? I'm doing God's will. But because that's a does, different world. Does karma is karma really just something that you perceive, or is it something that is real? I think personally that it's that it's something you perceive. So you can, and honestly, in my opinion, if you could just go day to day and go. Well, that's really shitty. I don't like that. But you know what? They did that. Or you can react upon it and see that's the thing too. Say someone cut in line. I have two to three options. Option number one, let it happen, not let it ruin my day. Option two, say it's karma and they'll get theirs. But I'm being spiteful. Option number three, handle it and be like, get the fuck out the way. But see, that's the thing is if you say, go up there and say, hey, you cut in line, this and that, and they're an asshole. Are you doing wrong? No, no, no I, exactly. That, that, you and see that's what I mean? and that's. But you're handling the situation yourself rather than accepting it and being passive. And you're, you're scared of. And you're ca- you're causing conflict, and maybe is it bad conflict when everyone starts clapping because they said the thank you have been thinking this the whole time. But they didn't act. You did. Is that, what, what is if, that chivalrous? What if somebody actually, like, uh, what, what if the crowd turns on you because you're causing conflict and they're like, just shut the fuck up. You're being an asshole. Like, so many different factors. And that's, that's something about a religion. That's something about um, belief structures all around. Like, that, critical. Yeah, there's so much hypocrisy and there's so many things not addressed. And like that's like in in olden days like nobody really had questions that had multiple layers. Actually no, I think they did, but the problem was surrounding around them was this one belief system. So if you did that, you're beheaded, you're hung. You couldn't speak out into terms because... Do you think that has something to do with how we think today? I do, 100%. I think that because, in a sense of evolution, but back in the ancient times, they would weed out people because they thought outside the box. Yeah, they were witches or... Socrates is the biggest example. Sorcerers. Yeah, Socrates is the biggest example of all time. They made him drink his own poison and kill himself and he did it gladly because you know what he stood by his moral beliefs and then later later on we're saying wow he was actually a very bright philosophical person and we always kill the good person by hanging him whatever yeah. and doing these things and Aristotle later, um, 250 they, they, years it, later to 500 years later we it, say they were amazing they were smart and they were genuinely the best kind of people and then we go we need to be more like them when how many more people who killed him so there's one to probably five thousand. 
they killed him and they kept breeding and they and kept spreading that hate it, like, it, it's yeah. it's it's just a certain idea that that comes through is like don't rock the fucking boat don't don't question something that that somebody believes uh and or or be a fucking pariah and don't cause conflict don't don't create conflict unless you're the fucking head of a nation and i think that's why the biggest amount of people want to say that we're going towards world war three right now is because we haven't had a big war we haven't had like civilizations attacking each other we're craving it almost because we're human beings and that's sadly what we do because we if we go without anger too long these people who have bred us out, all the smart people out for a long time, they keep getting angry and they keep preaching and breeding these babies that are also angry, and then they want war and conflict. Because we get is, bored otherwise. Exactly. And you know what we're doing now is it's left this, it's right that, it's center, it's center this, fuck other countries, get out of my country if you don't like it, this and that. We keep have been, we're brooding this crazy hate, but this has been brooding so long now and so malevolently, malevolently for centuries and centuries and centuries um we've been digging our own holes and i didn't mean to cut you off no, but yeah. uh, Continue. Yeah. legitimately um going back to to the beginning of this um i think the true the true dark spirits are ourselves like we we are we are the hypocrites we are the the pushers the 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 killers the the deceivers we are everything that we hate and we like to put them in these neat little boxes and say that's not us that's something else when you know you know you've done wrong you know you've done many things that are horrible and yeah some people learn some people don't but that energy comes from within you. My favorite thing of all time, I can't remember where the statement came from, but it's been turned into a meme multiple times, is that we have two wolves inside of us. Oh, yeah, that's actually an old, it's it, an old it's, adage. It's, yeah, thank you. And I can't remember where it came from. I'm assuming it's from somewhere I, in... I think it's Native American. Native American, that would make sense. So the reason why I like that so much is because even though it... The nature gods have always made me happy, and that's why I've always liked yeah, being pagan. nature and pagans. Yes, and, yeah, it's because religions. They, they believe in these gods as earthly creatures as well. It's not that they're... They're tied together. Yes. That, like, the heavens and the earth are, are in sync. And it's all one, and it's still on our planet. It's not, oh, it's up in the clouds, or it's way below, even though no one can pinpoint it. It's always like, no, it's all happening here. Because it's all they, around you. They realize that... We are the evil. We are the good. It's you letting the the, the wolf win. That's why I love it. Because it's you let the wolf win. When they are constantly at battle because mm -hmm. you are human. It's it, always going to be. And you've seen some good people do everything right. And you know what happens? They start to let that bad one, the bad wolf, come up. And it will swallow a hole and it will kill their wife. Or they bad do these wolf. Uh, Ed, you know where I'm going Doctor with this. Who. You yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> Um, you, see, you see what I mean? Though? Yes. No, no. I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up. Well, it's because uh, you, you made a good point of that, though, and that's why I personally believe that there is no God and there's no... Yeah. yeah we, our demons are us. We can't separate ourselves from... Like, 
like karma is some fucking like energy floating around us going to either put something in our hand or take something out of it It, it, that's nothing it's not that like god's going to smite us because we we slept with our neighbor's wife it's not how that works it it's we manifest what we are who we are what we want what we do what we get and and that's the thing it's like you are not in control of your own life because there are seven billion other people on the planet doing the same fucking thing and energy gets a little twisted up yeah and as a matter of fact when the universe doesn't give a shit anyway it's up to us and that's the thing though is we always as humans cannot believe that we're the only beings in the universe and i don't think we are no that would be that would be fucking asinine exactly but the weird thing is is that we as humans cannot accept that we like to put a face on our enemy it's like in black mirror yeah no it's karma karma even though it's an invisible universe, we call it the universe. Yeah, you like to imagine that they, they get theirs. And then we do demons, and that's why there's all these drawings, because it's that demon did this to me, and why I killed that person. Or there's God, so I know if I'm wholeheartedly good, I go there, because those demons make me feel this way, and it's not because I'm much, just a bad person some days. Much like, like um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, um... Like, uh, during World War Two, it's, uh, um, fucking, oh my god, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, um, propaganda. 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 Oh, okay. you, you, you give it a face. You give your yes. enemy a face. And, exactly. and then, and you, you can say whatever slanderous shit. And it's easier to now, uh, feel a certain way. If and you guys like creepy shit, check out Black Mirror. Black Mirror episode. Black Mirror. They can change the thought process or the, the the visual actual image that they see through the right. goggles. I remember that. And yeah, it was that's the, fucking was nuts. These crazy creatures that we had to kill, but it was actually just Mexicans and brown people that, that were against us on our borders. But we're already doing that mentally, which yeah, is it, why Black Mirror made that a point. It it is it's true because you 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 don't you don't need to burn the books. You just remove them. You don't need to rewrite to, them. Remove them or rewrite them, like anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't need to um, to make technology to brainwash people because we've been doing it forever. Exactly. You don't need to to like make somebody believe in something completely fictional because it's been going on for millennia. One of my favorite stories of all time that can show this and prove this is in nineteen. I think it was World War Two. I think it was nineteen forty three. Um, I can't remember exactly. Right before it the is. end. It was right before the end. It was I can't remember exact area, but it was two areas: Germans and it was I think it was Germans and American soldiers, or was the French and. I, I think I think you're talking about uh, the the French and the German uh, over the the. Uh, it, was God. A, it was Christmas. Um, no, it was okay. All I can no, say no, is that, no, no, that was that, that was that was Germans and Americans. Yeah, and when, so when happened, they dropped everything, it was because it was Christmas time. Yeah, and they're they like, we both there. love Christmas. They were supposed to be stuck there, and then next thing you know, I can't remember who started it. Boom, they all came together and they ate food together. They shared beer. They did all this food. Uh, it's all shit. Yeah, they, and they, they, they shared smokes. They and figured out and they knew how to speak each other's language and they realized that they were surprised and they just shared laughs. But the crazy thing is, is they stopped and put their guns down for a night. 
but they went right back in the morning to go shoot the people yeah, they just I, met. I don't know what's um, more surprising, actually, in that situation. Uh, I don't know what's more surprising. After starting a fight and then stopping it in the middle to to have a human embrace, I don't know if it's it's the embrace that surprises me more or the fact that they can switch right back over and start fighting again uh, after they shared that moment of we're not so different. To me it's the embrace because they switched off everything that was bad and what they were told they need to do because it's the right of their country. But, is but that, they stopped it because they realized that there was this melting pot that they actually can connect. Is that more important though? I, I, like, I want to be an optimist. Important. I'm not. I want to be an optimist on this one, but I'm not saying it's more important. I'm just saying that's the more surprising to me. Okay. Personally. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, it, yeah. I, I. You know what? Yeah. Maybe that one's more surprising, but um, I don't know. Like in in a world that would make sense to me, uh, if if you were able to to cross the line of 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 you and your enemy. And actually, like, get to know each other and share share a moment and realize that, you know, you're not so different and you weren't the ones that started this. Yeah. Um, I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- th- that should negate the f- the fight from from there on out at least at least for those troops they should have they should have fucking both thrown up a, a white flag and been like no no i'm out but see the thing is, is they could have all celebrated christmas by themselves different sides no matter what they could have thought the whole time well they're not firing we'll just stay here and just keep our guard up but still enjoy ourselves but the fact that they crossed borders and did talk to each other, that's more surprising to me. Because you have switching, a fair point. switching backsides and killing each other the next day isn't surprising to me because that is the root. It's the it's, orders, it's, it's, the pro- it's, well, it's nationality. Like it's, you're saying, it's the, it's all that propaganda taking root hold like the demons like that we he- see in our heads. But you let it go for a moment. It's like, surprising. How How is that even possible? Because there were so many war stories that they had quiet nights and nothing ever happened. And you know they're just trying to enjoy themselves because they're the ones on the battlefield. But the fact that these guys crossed lines to share a same holiday, that was fucking fascinating. Yeah, it, it, you're right. It is fascinating. But um, I, I, like you're saying, that is the more surprising thing. It is sad in a perfect world. They would, Why would they kill each other? They'd be like, fuck this, let's go home. No, we just had a drink and you know, I realized you weren't so fucking bad. And you know what they all probably talked about? going home to the families yeah and being like uh you know this sucks i i really just you know wanted to prove myself uh, you know to my parents or like you know i i believe that you were evil and here i am having a drink and a smoke with you and, and you know having some food like and there was translators on each side that knew our language so they could all still talk and communicate and, and you know that's th- fascinating so, cross borders even more you still learn each other's languages but for anger that's fucking crazy. That is that is even more fascinating because that's crazy to have translators. Yeah, and that's why I say. <laughs> I that's why I say though is like I don't know which is more surprising or, or furthermore which is more impactful that they would they would stop fighting in the first place and join join forces for a night for a night, um, or the fact that after that they'd start killing each other again it's like uh this is the the quandary for me for humankind yeah i understand exactly exactly what you're saying i think the most impactful is them embracing each other 
But the most non-surprising to me and surprising is that they would go back to it, but it's not that surprising to me because it still have endorsed millennia. I and know. Chiefs would it, do it, and it's not surprising that they go, we still have to kill each other, period. And that's what's fucked up, but that's what we've been doing for millennia. There's, we still there's took so much there, though. There's so much there that... And we're not going to solve it, but it's it's still amazing. Uh, and that's why I had to bring it up, because it's, it's the perfect... The wolf situation to me because they still let the bad wolf because win. Because both both wolves are still there. They let one wolf out one night and then they continued. Because they wanted to talk. They didn't want to kill each other. And yet nowadays, 50, 60 years later, we're still having those issues because it's like, you're a libtard. Uh, you're, like you're 70, 80 years later. But yeah, I'll give a point. It's, <laughs> it's about 80 now. But still, it's, it's the whole point. It's like, no one has let out their good their good wolves, and if they are, yeah, they're good wolf. If they do, they're mocked and ridiculed by the bad wolves, and or they don't think or taken advantage of. And they don't think it's the bad wolf. They think that they're doing right. That is the most biggest propaganda we've had, and that's exactly like it was back then. Is that we're now believing our leaders and the ones who are rising against them, thinking like we're going to revolt finally. We're going to lead up to the second civil war here in America, I feel like. But well, it's not going to be held the way we want it to be. The crazy thing is, like, in in the American Constitution, uh, it, there is a clause that says it is not only our right, but our duty to rise up against a tyrannical government. Spoken by Thomas Jefferson himself, who wrote yeah, the Constitution. My yeah. fucking man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wh- whether or not he owned slaves, I'm sorry. Like, he, he, that, he, 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 was, right. he was a brilliant motherfucker. Hey, he, he owned slaves, but he also fucked them. Yep, and had kids with him. Yeah, Jefferson's. He was hiding. Same. He just he was a little bit ahead of his time, but he still knew he was a fucked up, dude. But he knew this was gonna come, and but not to and the same extent. He would laugh but like at we with how we wrote the Constitution. He's like, I, we're I said trying, amendment, right? We're trying to defend our rights to free speech. We're trying to defend our rights to guns. We're trying to defend our rights to not incriminate ourselves. Sure. Where where are we defending our right to rise up against a tyrannical government with and and like, you know like, we we just get shut down by the government and they like they they use other parts of of the constitution against us or just throw the constitution out entirely. Like we are within our rights and why is that not brought up in in a goddamn courtroom? So oh oh. I've talked about this before about Congress and having like get rid of the Congress because not the whole thing is just that they shouldn't be there for sixty years. Like there's no no no, the no you got you got to shift that shit out. I, like I'm saying maximum ten years maximum. That's like that's uh, pushing yeah. it. I that think, is fucking I think, pushing I think it. I think ten years would be fine because then you know the ins and out of the process, the legal due process. But now as you were speaking, that made me realize too as how the propaganda is working against the American people. Personally, I see now is that all the gun nuts are saying. I have the right to defend myself against tyranny. And they're holding on to that part of the Constitution. But it's the wrong part of the Constitution. Exactly. And that's the thing, though. And then they're against the people who are saying, we're trying to ratify and change the things that we are allowed to change because it's the fucking said there in the Constitution. And these people should be working together. Instead of understanding each other. But they can't because the media and the government changes to move them to make us have the civil war with the it's right the propaganda mm-hmm. as you were saying that, i was like motherfucker now i realize because it's it the gun nuts aren't for going against the government it's actually because they can defend themselves but they support the government yeah, which is the most ass backwards it, it, thing it, ever it, it's yeah no it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous because like they they realize 
um, at, on some level, in some degree, that they feel like they need to defend themselves against a more armed uh, you know, government or, or, or enemy, period. But when they're the ones also controlling your paycheck and all that and fucking you over and they are the enemy, but you're going, I don't I, care as long as you don't come I, take my guns. Yeah, and then you distrust trust the government when they try to take your guns. Okay, well, you're, then you should be on the side of... of the current revolution. Yeah, yeah, revolutionary change and for the people to have the rights that they, they were designed to have. Yeah. And like it's so funny that you you have like the these people fighting for rights and these people fighting for other rights now fighting each other in the streets and and name calling and slurs and and bullshit. And it's like no, you guys have common ground. And this is what we've been doing for a long time. Is the enemy is in the box watching this the whole yeah, time? Yeah. What what is it called? Saying, um, doing this or doing that, like the Romans, the thumbs down, it's the div- thumbs up. Divide and conquer. Divide, and, divide conquer, and conquer. Divide and conquer. It's always been a divide and conquer. But the thing that's crazy is that the divide and conquer is now on ourselves. So the fat cats, because that happened in the no, fucking it, early yeah, 1900s. It, it, it's the fat cats right. sit there watch you and they laugh and it they laugh. It spreads like cancerous cells. But the people who are fighting that. Who we've had bigger numbers in a long time in America because it's always been trust your government, but now we're actually rising to that point. But they still have this weird little army that's like, I trust the government as long as they don't take my guns. If they come take my guns, I'll come and kill them. It's like, no, but they're taking your paychecks. They're doing all these things that you don't realize. But they're like, right. but they're they're holding my Christian values, so I'm okay with that. But and, they better and, not touch and my it, guns. And it's it's really compartmentalized understanding of things, and that go, that goes right along with. Um, all of these different groups fighting for rights and then at the same time trying to step on each other's rights and then blaming each other when the person they were fighting in the first place or the people they were fighting in the first place are the ones in charge and it's it's just this ass backwards nonsense all right, guys, this is actually the first time me and Anton have actually had a big conversation about this because, yeah, well, we, we have a lot of things to do with the podcast. The demons are within us. I was going to say, like, the, you can see that this actually came out of all Anton wanted to talk about was the demons. And he, we did mention karma. I wanted to bring that in because it tied in. But this isn't how it's going to be every time it goes in between the depths. It's going to be different. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Um, we this should probably was, wrap this up. We're not going to yeah, solve this. Uh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. It, 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 we were just bantering, really. But um, I, I needed some catharsis, catharsis, <laughs> and um, I, I think I got it. Good. So thank you, Brandon. Thank you, people who listen. Um, and uh, yeah, next time it'll be different. It's just this, I think, was exactly what it needed to be. Yeah, and overall, uh, I just want to say this has been really fun. And we love you guys. If you are listening, when we get this out, whenever it is, because at this point in time, we don't know when this is. You don't know when this will be. This could have been yesterday for you, two days from now. Uh, but but I, we're not going to give who, you. Who the fuck knows? We're not going to tell you the time and date. Maybe there'll be a Q&A one day, but... Alright, guys. There's no intro or outro for this shit. It just kind of fucking happens, so... So, yeah. um... Grab a parachute, grab your dick, gra- grab grab your pussy, whatever. Like, just jump in. 
shake it, make it good, get yourself some good feelings, but also just don't be a dick. That's yeah. my big thing. Uh, don't be a dick. Smoke them if you got them. Don't step on other people's toes. Mm-hmm. Like, can, can we just fucking talk? Damn straight. All right. Peace out between the depths. Remember. Hit the depths, dude. Whatever. Yeah.